0: Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Hey, 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 this is Sister Naira with the Heal On Purpose podcast. I am truly excited to be here with you today. This podcast is hosted by the Repair of the Black Family in which we are striving to bring you content, knowledge, information that will help you to eradicate generational trauma, drama, limiting beliefs, self sabotaging behavior patterns, So that you can be able to um, help just really intentionally heal on purpose. And so today I just wanted to come through and have a candid conversation about life and when life is life in it. One of the things that I do realize um, in the space that we're in right now, just as the world, as a community, as a culture, as a people, is that we're living in tumultuous times and being that we're in tumultuous times, the one of the things that you got to have together is your mind, right? Come on now. <laughs> if you agree with me, just let me know. We got to be able to have our thinking caps on. Did you, you remember that when you was in school, Um, they would tell you have your thinking caps on. And so, um, yeah. So I just found the need to just come before us today. And when we're talking about healing, how do you react in, in times where life is challenging? You know, I was reading this quote by, um, I think his name is Charles Swindle. Yeah. Charles Swindle. He says that life is 10% of what happens to you and 90% of how you react. And I agree with that, right? I agree that most people, especially during challenging times, that we don't respond, we react, and so we have to definitely have the emotional capacity to be able to not allow our emotions to override our intellect. And if you agree with this, and this message is helping you, let me know by um, putting a yellow heart, and you know, just go ahead and. Um, engage with me. So yeah, life is about 10% of what happens to you, 90% on how you react. Okay. So we want to just go from being reactive to responsive. All right. And so what, uh, what does that require? You know, especially when you're in a challenging time, especially when things are not going according to how you see it or how you feel it should go. Because again, most of us respond by how we feel you know um so i definitely would say during this during this time period and especially when life is life in it the one thing that you can do in any situation is you have to find the find the best out of that situation be able to find the joy like that takes a level of confront which most people don't have a level of courage which most people don't have and i say that simply because when things go on we simply fall back fall back and say you know what let me let me take a minute here let me you know and that's okay for a brief moment but you have to be able to get up and continue on and manage your feelings like get into that space where you know that joy joy right they say uh weeping only lasts for a moment but joy comes in the moment in the morning so be able to create joy. That's the highest form of emotion that one can create during troubled times, right? And so when life is life in it and you want to not react to it, eliminate the drama that's in any situation. You got to be willing to, you know, create space, create peace. And nine times out of 10, when you're going through something, Somebody else is involved. Something else is involved. So you have to look at the situation and be able to say, you know, I'm going to build this inner strength. And that takes confront. That takes courage to be able to, in the midst of the storm, in the midst of your, your trials, in the midst of your tribulations, to be able to build the inner strength to eliminate the chaos That's in your situation, you know, and I I decided to do this because as I'm life coaching people, especially women, we get burnt out in our troubles. We get tired. We get overwhelmed. We can't find the peace in the situation. We look at all of the confusion. We look at all of the things that's happening. But at the end of the tunnel, at the end of the trial, in the midst of the trial. Gratitude is the highest emotion that one can tap into to be able to get themselves out of, you know? So, yeah, life does life it, you know? And I would say this, when you are going to, through trials and tribulations, and this is a trial, This is this, this conversation is how do you handle life when life is troublesome? How do you, what do you do? What 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 mindset do you have? What feelings do you have? What company do you keep? You do not want to keep company that's going to add to your dissatisfaction. You do not want to keep company that's not going to allow you to be able to think through the situation and not just think, but take action. Because a lot of times we can think about it but what are you going to do about it? And so you have to surround yourself around positive energy. You got to surround yourself around positive influence. You got to get deeper into prayer. My God, who am I talking to? You know, when you're talking about healing, prayer is a solution. Fasting is a solution. And the reason why I like to fast, especially when I'm going through something, because it gives you a clarity of mind. And so when life is my, when life in life it, when trials and tribulations is happening in your life, you want to identify with the clearest part of you. And that takes discipline. And so fasting helps me with my discipline, you know, seeking refuge in God, seeking refuge, right? And then getting up like, I know that God heard me, you know, sometimes when we're going through something, we may feel isolated because we don't get that immediate response, so we don't get that immediate change. But persistence, when life is really kicking in on you, when life is really hard and life is really challenging, or and you're trying to grow and you're trying to expand, a key factor for me is persistence. I know, like I've had some some times where I've I've been confused. You know, I didn't know which way to go and how to do it, but I had to just take a moment and write some things down. But in the midst of it, the harder it got, the more I needed to persist. And so I wanted to encourage somebody today that when life is throwing all kinds of lemons at you, make that lemonade, but it starts with a conscious decision, a conscious decision. We can't react. We got to be able to center ourselves, settle ourselves and persist. So if I can add anything to anyone's um, growth, expansion, trials, tribulations, whether it's in relationships, whether it's in your business, whether it's with your family, your children, your husband, your wife, right? In your community, in your church, in your mosque, whatever it is, the key factor is get centered. Know your space, know where you are, know where you are in your thoughts, know where you are in your emotions, know how you are connected to the solution. Let me know how this message is coming through for you. You got to be connected to a solution and every answer is within you. Every answer, every response, every response is within you. This is why in scripture it says, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven, right? Seek It's all inside. You got to seek It's it's all within you, but you got to, that heaven represents peace. You got to seek it. And so as life is life in it be able to dismantle diffuse any strife in the situation. Don't feed the negative thinking. Don't feed the negative people. Don't feed the negative situation. How do what do you what do you mean Sister Naiyer when you say that? Don't have a combat. Don't have a get back. Have a get up in the situation. And so as I'm going through this, I want you to think about How do I get to a space where I know I'm taking charge of my healing? I'm taking charge of my family. I'm taking charge in my business. I'm taking charge in my relationships. That no matter what, I'm an overcomer. No matter what, I belong in the victory space. And sometimes we get confused. We get confused in the midst of the storm. We get confused, am I worthy? Yes, you're worthy of the trial. You're worthy of the adversity. You're worthy to meet and overcome all obstacles in your path. You are worthy. And one of the things that you know, I realized that when you are um trying to grow, when you're trying to expand, when you're trying to get through a storm, it's better to have a support group. You got to have people that is willing to pour into you because Our cup may be empty, but when you get in a space where you need help, ask for it so that your cup can not only be filled, but overflow or read or get a mentor or get a coach or you you understand, talk to your pastor, Talk, talk to somebody because nine times out of 10, when people go through something, when life is really life in it, come on now, let me know. And you can ask questions here too. Put a question in the comment. When life is really life in it, we get constricted. And we don't want to communicate. So communication is a solution. And so I had to realize that when God has me through the trials, when he... Allow me to go through things or he causes things in my life, you know, that I have to make sure that I'm balanced. I don't know about you, but when I go through things, sometimes I can either go left or go right, and it's not enough balance. So I have to intentionally, and this is this is a a strategy, right? This is a method. I have to intentionally write things out and balance it out for me and making sure that on my right and on my left that is equaling up to the solution. And so when you going through something and life is life in it, you have to say to yourself, am I balanced in this situation or in this problem? How do I bring balance? How do I bring um, peace to the situation, right? Give yourself grace when you have setbacks. When things is going on and you might have to, you know, Know that where I, where I am right now is not where I want to be. Give yourself grace. Don't judge yourself. A lot of times we are so critical and we judge ourselves that we actually bring more judgment to ourselves, right? If life is 10% of what, you, what happens to you and 90% of emotions or 90% of how you react, well, guess what? Your emotions is going to actually draw in more of that. So we have to make sure that I'm not, I'm not gonna judge myself in this. I'm gonna give myself grace. I'm gonna give myself. I'm gonna give myself uh, peace. I'm gonna give myself opportunity. Then guess what happens? You create more of that. But the more you have resistance in your trials, the more you have. Um, the more you have not just resistance, you have uh, negative thinking. You draw more of that the more you doubt yourself the more you the more you um can't find that solution guess what you create more of that so if you want to get through a trial or you want to get through life you got to create that which you desire to be to do to have and on in your feelings Yes, you could think about it. Have you ever thought about something, but you didn't feel like how you thought? You thought about something positive, but you wasn't feeling positive. You felt positive or you wasn't thinking positive. See, life is about alignment. You got to not only think positive, but you got to feel positive. You can't only just feel positive, but you got to think positive. Make sense? And then all make sure all is in accordance with God's plan because God wants what's good for you. Anything of good, God wants it for you. But sometimes what i found when life is life in it we don't lean into or tap into the energy that what is of good for me god wants it for me we start looking at the problem versus the solution so when life is giving you trials and life is life is causing chaos in your life in, in with you you're having chaos in your life you got to be able to be able to think with solutions and that takes skill Easier said than done. Come on now. Let, let me know how this is going for you. It's easier said than done. Most times we could say something, but when it when it comes time to uh doing it, that's where we meet the greatest opposition. And the first levels of opposition is within yourself. If you want to master anybody outside of you, if you want to master anything outside of yourself, Anything inside, anything outside of you, you got to be willing to master the inside. And so this is why for me, I focus in inner strength. I focus in getting my clients to be able to see what can you take responsibility for? Because anything and everything that happens in your life, that 10%, you have a measure of responsibility you some way in this, whether it was through your thoughts, whether it was through your feelings, whether it was through your actions, you caused it. Come on now. See, that's why I said it takes courage to to go. It takes courage to confront life because it takes courage to be able to even accept responsibility. When people are going through something, they want to play the blame game. Mm. Come on now. We start blaming other people. We start, well, if it was this, or if it was that, when you want to heal, you want to heal any aspect of your life. You want to be able to make a situation better, right? We're talking about healing on purpose. We're talking about repairing the black family. When you want to make a change, you got to challenge yourself. You got to be willing to take responsibility. You got to be willing to say, you know what? I could have done better this but now oh but now i get to make a new decision i get to make a new plan of action and then tap into the power within you trust your power trust your ability and that which you don't know go get it get more knowledge get more resources right and this is how we're going to be able to bring balance in our lives, to give grace to ourselves, not to judge ourselves, to be able to find joy, to overcome any situation. And then once you overcome it, once you get through your trial, be able to take that trial and use it for purpose, use it for power, use it for passion. Show yourself and others how God brought you through it and how you got through it as well. Hmm? The greatest gift that you can give yourself and others is your story. Every person got a chapter, a book within them. And when you can be able to go through something, the joy is being able to go through it and meeting the goal of success and then being able to help somebody else. You know, it's like that pay it forward. Yeah, I've gone through some things in my life. I've gone through a divorce, but I got remarried. I've gone through raising my children and and being able to go through the difficulty of being a mother at 17 years old and not knowing how to be a mother, right? And having five children before I was 30 years old. Come on now. Come on. I didn't have the proper resources that I... With, that I felt that I needed my mom did the best that she could but what I needed some things that I needed she wasn't able to provide it because she didn't have the information makes sense but but God and but my my persistence to learn that I was able to come through some things that most people may have given up on imagine having five little children before the age of 30, good God almighty. And then being able to raise those children and now seeing the fruits of my labor. I'm only saying this to say that, you know, when you're going through something, it's not about what happens to you, it's how you respond. Being able to, you know, increase communication in a relationship where, you know, with my husband, when we first got together, no, 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 no. I didn't know how to really, you know, Talk to talk to my husband. Mm -mm. Strong, independent. No, humble myself. What (laughs) you understand? And so what I'm saying is how how do you respond when life is giving it to you? You know, and that takes patience. I would say one have to develop patience in their healing process. One have to develop the ability to know that this, too, shall pass. And the only way it's going to pass is I got to get up and move it. Faith without works is dead. And so I wanted to just encourage someone today when we're talking about healing on purpose, we're talking about emotional intelligence, we're talking about how do I respond versus react. You know, one of the things I would definitely encourage, and I, I love this quote from the most honorable Elijah Muhammad especially when you're talking about reactive think five times before you speak about a thing think look and wait 5 seconds before you respond that's what i would say the five the 5 seconds like sometimes you just got to let me let me wait let me wait this out for a minute before i respond to the situation hmm? and ask yourself when life is kicking in or not When life is kicking in, thank you, Alfredo. When life is kicking in, one of the things that I have come to find, if you ask yourself powerful questions, your mind that's made to think right will give you powerful solution because it automatically goes and start looking for the solution of the problem. But if you ask yourself weak questions, then guess what your mind is gonna give you? Weak response. Weak answers. So, another key, and write this down for yourself another key to dealing with life or handling life or confronting life, emotional intelligence, emotional capacity to be able to hold yourself through something is ask yourself powerful questions and let your mind, which is like a search engine, come up with powerful solutions. But that takes patience. And then as you are getting the questions, you got to have impeccable listening. You got to listen to yourself. Write that down. And as you listen to yourself and you're getting the solutions, because you're asking a powerful question, you're going to get a powerful solution. You're going to get a powerful answer if you listen. Now, here's the next thing, because life is life in it. You got to trust you. You got to trust your ability to rise above your emotions and to the thinkingness and the beingness of a God. Rise above those emotions to tap in to trust yourself. Nine times out of ten of what I found just as a coach, as a coach. I have found that most, some people, most people don't trust themselves because of poor decisions that they've made in the past. So they're afraid. Fear, fear restricts. Fear stops them from making a new, powerful decision and trusting their decision. But how do you rid that, Sister Nayara? How do I get to a point where I can trust myself again? How do I get to that space? You got to be able to look at the decisions that you made in the past and ask yourself, did you learn from the poor decision? See, life is about lessons. I hope somebody is healing from this message. Life is about lessons. And how you can begin to trust yourself is did you learn from it? And will you not do the things that you made the poor decision regarding again? And once you start to make decisions and you're changing your mind and you're making new decisions and they're working for you, your new decisions is working for you. This is where it comes to validating you. And that builds your confidence. Congratulate yourself when you do something that's good for you and it works. It's okay to congratulate yourself. It's okay to write down all of your successful things. Sometimes, matter of fact, I'm going to encourage somebody to try this. Write down all of the things that you have done good. Good lately. What have you done for me lately? Okay, what have you done for yourself lately that you can look at it and you know that you have done good? And then congratulate yourself. And that will help. That's a confidence builder. This is a strategy. This is how you build your confidence because now you could begin to trust your decision because you know you're making new decisions and guess what? You're winning. So it's okay to look at your wins. It's okay to say, you know what? Yeah, I did this. This was a good thing. Like, like me, I wrote this book and I, I have to remember that I'm an author. This is something that I thought I would never, ever, 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 ever be able to do. I always wanted to do it. It took me over 10 years to write a book. But guess what? I had to congratulate myself. And in in the culture that we come up in... Nine times out of 10, we don't want to congratulate ourselves or we don't do it openly or silently because then, you know, I don't know about you, but I heard this in my life. Who you think you is? Oh, you think you all that? Oh, yeah, I think I'm all that because I wrote a book on this, on this point, (laughs) right? Congratulate yourself. It's okay. You see that? And when you begin to congratulate your wins, your successes in life, it helps to build your confidence. Nine times out of 10, this is my viewpoint. This is me. This is my viewpoint. Nine times out of 10, most people don't have confidence because they have been labeled by others. When life is life in it, how do you react? Are you going to move according to how somebody else say that you are to be, do, have, and own? Maybe you have had people that have spoke, you know, spoke ill over your life as a child, And now that you're in your adult life, you're still carrying on those things. You got to be able to break the considerations that others, because remember, remember this, life and death is in the power of the tongue. So if somebody told you you was not going to be any good, you weren't going to graduate from high school, you weren't going to do this, that, and the other, you're never going to have a successful relationship, never going to be married, whatever. Right. I only can really kind of speak to the things that I go through or I have been through in my life. As an example, how I had to overcome, you know, certain words and certain things, you you just going to be baffled and pregnant. What? Yes. And I believe that. Okay, I lost my voice like I would not speak up for myself. From a, a young child, get my book. My story is in here. But I had to find my power voice. I had to learn how to use my voice and speak up to myself, speak up for myself. Have you ever been in a position where you needed to say something, something was required for you to say? and You just say, you know what? No, I'm not going to say that. Or and you could have added value to the conversation. You could have added value to the solution. But because of that inner child. That inner child that's scared, that inner child that's shy, that inner child that's withdrawn because of trauma did not speak up. The inner child. See, all of us have this inner child within us. And that inner child has to be set free. But the only way that that inner child is going to be set free is you have to really know thyself, know your traumas, Know what you've gone through and begin to work on it so the inner child can come up. And this is how I found my power voice. I had to realize, my story is in this book, that at four years old, at four, and that took work for me to get to that level, to go that deep. At four years old, I stopped speaking up for myself because of trauma. It was one incident. That made me lose my voice. And so I'm saying that it's possible. It's possible for you to do these things. And a matter of fact, it's not just possible. It's not just possible for you to rise above emotions and to the thinking and the beingness of God. It's necessary. It's necessary. It's necessary for you to do this during this time. You know, I seen a quote by Maya Angelou, Um, one time and she said, um, out of all of the virtues to master, master courage. And so this is how, for me, I get through life because I'm constantly striving to, to put myself in or allow myself to be in uncomfortable situations so I can maneuver my way out. I allow, you know, whatever God is doing with me, I allow myself to be present in the process. So I can maneuver my way out and that helps to strengthen my healing. You got to be willing to be uncomfortable. Because when God comes here and in your life to the degree that he wants you to change to the degree that you're going to be uncomfortable, somebody write that down to the degree that God wants you to change and you want to change to the degree you will be uncomfortable but it's okay. Embrace uncomfortability. And in your uncomfortability, be willing. That is a key attribute. Because if you put up resistance, then it stops you. It freezes you. If you have fear, it freezes you. And one of the things that I know that is going to take in this hour to get us through it's collaboration. This is why scripture says, come on now, where two or more are gathered in my name, he's in the midst of thee. So you got to at least have two or more people to help you. This is my interpretation. To help do life. (laughs) This is why I know in, in Islam, marriage is half your faith. Okay? To do life. You want to have compassion. You want to have collaboration. You you understand what I'm saying. And so, uh, yeah, that's, that's, I guess that's what I want to say. (laughs) That's what I want to say. You know, be a part of a strong community. This is why I love, you know, sisterhoods and girls groups and, you know, these types of things because what the, old they, they used to say this, two minds is better than one there you go. Collaboration. Two minds is better than one. Okay. So you will find the solution, not only in yourself, but in your sister, your brother, your husband, your wife, your children, but you got to be humble to be able to not only uh, find a solution, but be a solution. Okay. So that's all I wanted to say. When life is life in it, you know, be willing to go through go through don't stop don't pause uh, to the degree that it freezes you and you just give up no give up spirit you gotta you know say this with me now I'm more than a conqueror say that with me I am more than a conqueror when life is life in it when life is you know is just getting to the point that's that's the time for me that I know that I'm growing I'm growing I'm changing things is happening for the better for me. And, and remember this, whatever you give yourself to, it gives itself back to you. So just be mindful of what you're giving yourself to. What are you giving yourself to? Because that which you give yourself, your time, your attention, your money, right? Your presence, that which you give yourself, your words, your energy, your energy, your are God. Whatever you give yourself to is going to give itself back to you. And so that's why I love scripture when it says it's better to give than to receive, because I, if I know I'm giving myself to personal development, if I know if I'm giving myself to self-improvement, if I know if I'm giving myself to my husband, to my children, to my business, to you all, ultimately it's going to give itself back to me and this is how you this is how i see view that i'm i'm literally building continuity something that is going to outlive me like my healing listen to this family my healing inshallah god's will is going to outlive me because i'm passing it down I'm passing it down, 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 down. It's going to outlive me. The repair of the Black family is going to outlive me, but I'm intentional. What are you doing in your life right now that you're building continuity? Something that will grow even when you're not there. See? Hmm? It can be an idea, it can be whatever. But one of the things that I'm intended that's why my podcast is called Heal on Purpose. Just even doing this message, is going to outlive me. It's going to grow even when I'm not there. What seeds are you planting? You know, they say the harvest is ripe. That scripture say the harvest is ripe, but the laborers are few. Are you laboring in your life? Are you working to build legacy? Because I know, Good or bad. If you give yourself to the to the to the weaker part of yourself, it's going to give itself right back to you. If you give yourself to the the inner strength, it's going to give itself right back to you. So make a conscious decision. What legacy long after you gone, or and I don't mean gone dead, <laughs> right? Long after you are gone from whatever situation you left, that situation better. Life is creating better, creating better without me. It's better because I had a conversation with somebody. It's better because I did the work on myself and other people is benefiting from my healing. It's better. All my life, I'm going to leave y'all with this, okay? (laughs) All my life, I had to be a leader from the time I was probably born. Okay. Cause my mother and father had five children and I had to be the leader amongst my siblings. So I don't know anything other than leadership. Okay. It was just my call. It's just my calling. It's, it's my calling, right? That's another thing. Do you know your purpose in life? Right. It's just my calling to be, I'm just a natural leader. Right. But here's the thing. I live by this, by this principle, leaders make other leaders. And so what is, my, what is my whole talk about today? And life is life in it. Stand up, have more courage, confront, and determine I'm more than a conqueror. So I want to thank you all so much for listening to my podcast today. Be more than a conqueror. When life is life in it, decide. First of all, set your intentions, set your intentions, that's. I'm more than a conqueror, okay? This is my first time trying to write work, work this by myself, but I'm more than a conqueror, right? And I'm going to win. I'm going to win. I'm listening. I'm creating continuity. I want you to decide for yourself what it is for you. I am going to continue to create the repair of the Black family that... And it's not just for black people. It starts with us, but it don't end with us. To repair the black family is to repair humanity. You could take the principles and the things that we're doing, our products and services and apply to any family, right? When life is life and it take your pain and turn it into passion and purpose, okay? And so with that being said, I just wanna give you all a couple of, of announcements. I'm so excited because if you, first of all, if you don't have my book, okay, this book right here, This book, The Repair of the Black Family, you can get this on my website at www.repairoftheblackfamily.com. This book, I believe, this is just, of course, because I'm the visionary author, and this was the intention behind the book, my why to write this book, was to give solutions. Yes, it's easy to identify the things that we go through, but it's better to have solutions. I've been doing this work for a long, 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 time when it comes to the family, right? And especially the woman. And so this book has 33 authors and we tell our story. We give the lessons learned. We also give three repair actions. So you are not left with wonder, coulda, shoulda, woulda, what should I do next? This book, Have Solutions. The holiday seasons is coming up. I highly suggest that you get this book and give it as a gift. First, give yourself and give somebody else. The Repair of the Black Family Anthology. You have people that have overcome adversity. It has topics that deals with marriage. It have topics that deals with uh, health issues. It have topics that deals with depression, business, credit. It's in there. Things that we go through, right? Death, lose, gun violence, right? Uh, blended families. It has thirty three topics that one can actually read and it's a standalone book, which means you could read a chapter, ter- open up to the middle of the book, read that chapter and you're not lost in the book. Each chapter is a standalone topic and it has solutions. So I highly suggest it's on Amazon as well as you can go on my website, which I strongly encourage you to do that. Go to my website, www.repairoftheblackfamily.com, okay? Next thing is, you know, as we are creating generational wealth with the repair of the black family right here in the city of St. Petersburg, Florida, I'm super, 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 super excited about this. We are having a wealth building. Come on now. I don't know about y'all, but we got to, you know, continuously put in strategies to eliminate that poverty mindset. Okay. Okay. Wealth Building and Networking, hosted by the Repair of the Black Family, is going to be at 2213 Sixth Avenue South. This is a free event. If you are listening to this um, before next Saturday, come out, bring your friends, bring your family, bring your business cards. That's right. Bring your business cards. What we're striving to do is just give tips. We're going to give tips on direct sales Um, I do believe this, that even you, you are a product, right? So um, we have to know how to uh, position ourselves for wealth. And so we're going to give tips. It's not going to be long with the conversation, but we're definitely going to um, open up the space for opportunity, free food, door prizes, open up the space for opportunities to connect, right? Remember, collaboration is the key. Last but not least, See, your sister is doing a 15-day challenge coming up on November 10th. We are doing a cleanse. I would definitely love for you to be a part of this with me. If you want to be a part of this, please go ahead and text me at 727-623-5555. I know this. When you cleanse your gut, you feel better. That's your second brain. Some people say it's your first, okay? When you are able to eliminate parasites, you're able to get rid of waste, you're able to uh, lose weight, right? It makes you feel better. Definitely during this season, it's cold season coming up, we want to make sure that our immune system is up to par. And so with that being said, I just wanna thank you all so much for tapping in with your sister and being able to get this message. If you enjoyed this message today, please make a donation so that we can keep these broadcasts going on and making sure that we bring you valuable content. If you would like to be on my podcast and you want to be interviewed, please don't hesitate to let me know. Thank you for listening. This is your sister, Sister Nayara. Have a blessed and wonderful day.